Hi, you guys. This is your host, Jahira Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. As always, it is my hope that you find this episode inspirational and that by me sharing my stories about my struggles and triumph, you will realize that you are not alone. I must start this episode by saying, though, I am a little disappointed. And that's because I had hoped that I would have that episode that I've been promising for the last two weeks about herbal medication. I was hoping that I would have had it completed, uploaded, and ready for you to enjoy, but it's a no. (laughs) Not yet, anyway. Um, So this is what happened. Um, My friend, who was going to be my host or co-host or guest or however you want to say it, um just does not have the time and I know that she's not you know kind of brushing me off she is very busy she's in sales so she's always on the go um but I hope by this time we would have something put together you know an hour or two to kind of stash away from you so that we can get you know a little interview I already have my questions ready for her and all she would have had to do was answer them but unfortunately um just that her her um, schedule and my schedule have been conflicted and that's just how it is sometimes when it comes to friends especially friends like us we've been friends for almost 20 years um so we kind of take each other for granted if it was somebody who was paying her I'm pretty sure she would be there <laughs> but since I'm asking her to do a favor for me she's doing it around her schedule so I, I don't blame her but Another reason why I'm kind of thinking a little bit why she is a little hesitant, she kind of um, kind of said it in a way, but not saying it directly. Um, I think she's a little hesitant about sharing her story on a podcast. Um, she's had difficulties telling in the past, um, telling family members like her daughter, um, as well as um, her partner, she's had a difficult time sharing with them. And the only reason why she actually told me is because I had told her first, I told her, you know, that, you know, because of a relationship, which is the relationship I'm talking about today. Um, it ended because of that situation. And, um, when I shared that with her years later, she came back and told me that she had also, um, contracted the virus. So, um, but she still has a problem um, with sharing her story. So be it that it's a podcast, and although this is an anonymous podcast, I feel that, you know, she has a very distinctive voice, and I feel that she may be a little hesitant to be on a podcast um, and sharing her story. So I'm, I'm going to give her that time. I'm not going to press it too much, but know that it is coming that episode on herbal medication. If I don't get it to you with her, um, in the next week or so, then I'll just do it by myself because I think that is some very useful information. I think that even though it didn't work for me, I know that it works for people. Herbal medication is just a form of treatment. It's just an alternative form of treatment. And I believe that, um, A lot of people or doctors are afraid to tap into it because it may cost the industry to lose money. That doesn't mean that the product or the herb doesn't work. So 
I think that's a real good um, conversation or topic that we should, you know, that I should share with you if you have not already done your own research for people who have, you know, not really or newly diagnosed and are not even aware of what herbs will work for them. I think that would be a very good episode for you guys to tune in on. So I am going to bring it to you. I just hope that it's going to be with someone who has been successful in using it rather than me just telling you information that you can just get off of the internet. So anyway, so since we're not going to do the herbal episode, I decided to do a story time because um, I haven't done any research (laughs) on new topics. I have a list of topics, but I don't know if you guys have ever done a podcast yourself. You know, you just just don't go off the fly. Um, I like to organize what um, the topic of discussion is, even though it, sounds, it may sound like I don't have organization when I talk um, on these podcasts, there is a process. Um, I'm just fairly new to podcasting, so I may not sound as professional as some others, but I do do my research and I make sure that I give you um, information that is um, helpful and credible at the same time. Okay. So for this episode, which is episode number 10, can you believe it? Episode 10. And I want to shout you guys out because I am at over 500 plays for this podcast. And I'm so excited because I started this podcast, um, I think in October and I just did it because I felt that I should just based off of if you guys haven't heard the first episode um, you know that I had a about a depression and I used my voice recorder on my phone to record a, a night that I was having a bad night and um, I went back um, in October I heard that recording again and I said I know that other people have to suffer with dealing with this virus and the friend that's actually I invited to talk about the herbal um, episode she had introduced me into podcasting Um, she talked about it and said do you listen to podcasts and blah 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 and I didn't know anything about it and so I did it on a fluke I said well let me put this out here I made a short introduction I added my recording of, of that I had from a year ago to it And lo and behold, it is 10 to maybe 14 weeks later, 10 episodes later, and 500 plays later. (laughs) So I'm excited about, you know, that I'm sharing something that you guys are um, finding helpful. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's the reason why you're listening, um, as well as um, the reason why you're returning every week or a week or so, because I don't do it every week, (laughs) but every week or so you return because of the last episode was helpful for you. That's that's my hope and prayer is that you find these episodes helpful and inspirational. So having said all of that, episode nine is going to be a story time about my first love and his response to me telling him about herpes, that I have herpes. So let's get started. So the story of how me and Jason met um, is very, um, I'm going to say it's odd, but it's not odd. I really truly believed it was fate. I believe 
it was destined <laughs> for us to meet. I used to work at a call center um, in my 20s. And um, I would see Jason around. Now, Jason wasn't my typical um, guy that I was attracted to. My 20s, I was really shallow. You know, they had to be this tall. They had to be this complexion. They had to have nice teeth. They had to, you know, I had a whole bucket, you know, whole list of yeses and or pluses and checks and all of that. They had to be crossed off for me to date somebody. Um, but yeah, I was that shallow, <laughs> but Jason was none of those things. Jason was quiet. He stayed to himself. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the call center atmosphere, but it's very clickish. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's very clickish. That's, that's, that's what it is. It's very clickish. So he was the type that stayed to himself. Um, he was larger than what I would typically go for in a guy. And, um, yeah, he was just different. And I found myself having a crush on him. I didn't know his name at the time because he didn't speak to anybody. He, he would go to his desk, he would do his work, and he would go home. He rarely spoke to anybody. And, um, but I found myself being very attracted to him, and, but I never said anything. So I had, like, a little secret crush on him. My friends, however, my coworkers, um, and my guest who was supposed to join us, she was there to witness that we, that's how we met. We worked together, but she was aware that I had a crush on him as well as another coworker. So they swore they was going to tell him, we're going to tell him that you have a crush on him and blah, blah, blah. And I begged them not to long story short, as far as this part portion of the story is he ended up leaving. And I never got the chance to introduce myself to him. Never got a chance to get my his number or anything. Never spoke to the guy. Just didn't even know his name. Just knew him from afar. So I would say months later, um, a guy started working with us um, and he joined our team. And at the time I was a top sales rep on the job. And he took my top spot. He was brand new on the floor and he was killing it. And I hated him for it. <laughs> I hated him because he was getting all my clout, all that, you know, I'm top sales rep. He was getting all the attention from the manager. And now he was getting it. So I didn't talk to him really, you know, I caught attitudes with him. I didn't like the guy at all. Come to find out, we, I was talking with my coworkers while we had some downtime and he barged his way into the conversation and I'm catching the attitudes. I'm like, who is this guy? Why is, why is he always talking? So in conversation with my other coworkers, since I wasn't talking to him in conversation with um, my other coworkers, he mentioned that his cousin had once worked at this call center. And so I said, so who is your cousin? And he told me, Jason. And so at the, you know, I said, Jason, who? And so it told me his last name. And I said, you know, he, he I said, well, what did he look like? And he would start describing him. And I knew it was him. I knew it was the guy that I used to have a crush on. I said, I think I used to have a crush on him. And so, and I did it in laughter as like a little joke or whatever. And he was like, oh, really? I said, yeah, but I wasn't really sure what his name was. And so he was like, yeah, he used to work here. 
Next day, didn't think much about it because I really didn't care too much for this particular guy. The next day, the same guy, who now is one of my best guy friends. I mean, we've known each other for 20 years. And, um, but, or almost 20 years. I'll say closer to 15. (laughs) But he's one of my best guy friends. I tell him everything now. But he came back the next day and handed me a piece of paper. And on that piece of paper was Jason's telephone number. And he said, Jason wanted you to have this. <laughs> so I called him and he doesn't even know who I am. <laughs> doesn't recognize my name. Um, tried to tell him what teams I was on, where I used to sit. It rings no bells. <laughs> with Jason so I ended up this is before Facebook was popular and I ended up sending him a picture of myself and so he was like okay yeah I remember you vaguely (laughs) so needless to say me and Jason continued to talk and after a while Jason came up to meet me and we had our first date and after our first date we had another and after a while Jason was in our town in my town every other weekend and then I would go to his town maybe during the course of us dating I went to his town maybe five times but Jason would be in my town every other weekend and when I say I was madly in love with this man our co-workers because they knew him as well our co-workers thought we was going to get married. I thought I was going to get married. Everybody was saying, y'all make the best couple, except my mom. My mom didn't like him. <laughs> she thought I could do better, but I was madly in love with Jason. And it was, the relationship progressed very well. We never had an argument. Um, the saying that the heart grows fonder is very true. Um, every time we did spend time together, it was precious to me because I knew he had to go back in a couple of days. So I didn't want to argue. I didn't want to fight. I just wanted to be with my man. The problem was all of this was going on months and months and months was going, was, was passing by. And I still had not told Jason my status. I did not tell him about my, the virus. The reason why I didn't tell him was was two reasons. I was afraid. I really, really cared about Jason. I was in love with him. Even before the love part, I really cared about him. He was very special. And for two, I listened to my friends. Because prior to this relationship with Jason, I had been just striking out on guys. Like I would tell them about, you know, the virus, that I had the virus. And even though they would say, oh, I'm okay with it, they would dip, you know, that it happens. You know, some of them were dating for a little while, but the relationships went nowhere. So when I finally got into a relationship and my friends knew Jason, they advised me not to tell him. Now I knew I couldn't do that. I knew that I could not, not tell Jason, but then I went to my mom and asked her for her advice. And of course she told me to tell him, but she told me to wait until 
Jason fell in love with me. Because once he falls in love with you, he's going to realize, now this is the fantasy, he's going to realize he can't live without you. I don't believe that anymore. And Jason is the reason why. <laughs> because it's either the person is going to accept you or not accept you. It's up to you to determine who this person is and if they are worth you divulging that information to. And in my case, it's prior to having sex. You have to get to a point of where you, you know who this person is through their actions and through their nonverbal, you know, through their verbal, you know, their nonverbal actions and through their verbal actions and, and pay attention to their relationships around them and how he treats those relationships, you know, or she treats those relationships. You have to pay attention to all these things to see if it is even worth telling your partner that you have it. And if you don't feel it's worth telling them because you're afraid of what their response is, then in my opinion, you don't need to be with that person. You don't need to be with that person if you don't feel it's worth telling you, telling them. Because why build a relationship on secrets? And that's what's happened. That's what happened with me and Jason. Jason fell in love with the girl who, in his own words, didn't play games. So what happened the night that I told Jason? Because it was months went by. I mean, months went by. We dated for. I want to say five months before I tell him. I'm not exactly sure on the time frame, but it was a long time. And yes, within that five month course, I was completely in love with this man and he and me to the point that he and his cousin, who is now my friend, he and his cousin went ring shopping for an engagement ring. He wanted to marry me. His cousin, who didn't know, he knows now, but he didn't know at the time about my status, told him it was too early. It was way too early. Slow your roll <laughs> and calm down. It's too early for y'all to get married. Now, he told me this in hindsight. But um, so, needless to say, we, we did not get engaged. But after the holidays... I began to feel very guilty. And the night that I told Jason about my status, we was talking over the phone. We weren't face-to-face, -face, which is another no. Don't do that stuff over the phone. <laughs> do not tell your partner over the phone. It's so impersonal. But the night I told him, he was just going on. And he was professing how much he loved me. He'd never been in a relationship like this before. And how we got along so well, which we did. It was an amazing relationship. But what killed me was when he said, you're the first woman who's been 100% honest with me. Have not tried to play me. Had not, you know, played games with him. And I felt like all the weight was was drowning me I was I was drowning in keeping that from him so I decided to tell him and I said you know I have something to tell you and I don't know how you're going to react so after I told him he was dead silent on the phone dead silent and I pressured him and if you guys 
heard my previous episodes, I don't think it's a good idea to push a person to respond right away. You do have to give them the time to kind of um, see how they feel about this situation, where they weigh their pros and cons. Give that person the opportunity that you were not given. You were not given an opportunity to choose whether or not you would be with the person. Give your partner the opportunity to choose. It's only right. It's only right. And it's it, and, and I think it's fair. And that that person can deal with it and, and loves you beyond your faults or flaws, then they'll be with you. The unfortunate thing for me and Jason is that he couldn't see me beyond my flaws. In his mind, I was perfect. And this one thing he couldn't deal with. He couldn't deal with it. It was too much. So we we did continue to date for about two months after that. And I thought everything was fine. I thought that he loved me beyond my flaws. He was willing to deal with it. And then around Valentine's Day, I stopped getting calls from Jason. Of all holidays, this was going to be our first Valentine's Day together. And he stopped calling me. And I called and called and called. I didn't get a response. Text, text, text. And back in those days, texting wasn't as easy as it is now. We had those old phones. We had to press multiple buttons to get, to spell out, you know, one uh, to get a letter. So, um, but yeah, so I remember being at work or, or driving up to work actually. And I called him again and he picked up and I heard a woman's voice in the background laughing. And that's when I knew it was over. I knew it was over after that. And I remember going into the office. I was going to work. I went in the office and I cried all night long because I knew it was over and for months I never heard from Jason for months I did not hear from him and I think I can't remember the time frame I think it was maybe a year later I'm not certain I did hear from him again eventually but between then I found out from his cousin that he had gotten a woman pregnant and they were getting married and I was devastated because in my mind this was the man I was meant to marry I knew that beyond a shadow of a doubt that this man was supposed to be mine and um, that broke my heart more than just not hearing from him because I always thought even though he you know, ended things so abruptly that he would come back around and in essence he did But during that time, I just thought he just needed his space. He's not going to meet anybody like me. He's going to come back around. Well, that didn't happen the way I had hoped. Because he did come back around, but it didn't happen the way I had hoped. He got married. And about four months after he um, married, um, his wife had a baby. And, you know, she had the baby because she was pregnant before they got married. And about two months after she had the baby, I get a knock on my door at 12 o'clock in the morning. 
and I look outside my window and it's Jason. So I opened the door, but I wouldn't let him in because I hadn't heard from him in a year. So the fact that he just popped up without a call, you know, or anything and thought it would be okay was beyond me. So I went outside and I asked him, you know, we had a conversation. I don't want to go through the conversation, but we had a conversation. But the conversation never I don't think he ever intended to tell me that he had gotten married and had a baby because 45 minutes standing outside talking to this man face to face, he never said anything about his wife and child. I was the one who had to bring it up. So when I brought it up, he didn't deny it. He said, yes, you know, I did get married and I had a child or whatever. And I said, well, Jason, can you just explain to me why you are here? And he told me that beyond whatever or however we broke up, I was still his best friend. (laughs) He had never met anybody like me and he didn't want to lose the friendship. And he was sorry for the way he ended things. So... I accepted his apology half-heartedly, you know, because I was still holding some type of resentment at the friend work and the, the fact that he was married. But I accepted his apology. It took me years to get Jason out of my system. Um, between now and then, because I was 27 at the time, I'm now 40, um, Jason reached out to me several times even after being married, reached out to me several times, how he missed me, how our relationship was the best relationship he ever had. And I knew that because it was the best I ever had and how he wished things would be different. He also asked me if he could change his name, my last name, if he could change my last name at which I broke down and asked God why, because I was still in love with that man. I was still in love with him, even though he had moved on or semi-moved on and started a whole new family. So fast forward to 2019, (laughs) well, 2018. Um, I had stopped um, talking to Jason 2018 completely because at the time, I met someone new and someone I was getting serious with. And I told him, I told Jason that I didn't think it was a good idea that we continue to communicate because Jason was the type of person who thought that I would just drop everything when he called. And I, it wasn't fair to me and it wasn't fair to his wife and it wasn't fair to the person that I was now seeing. And that's what I expressed to, to him. So I ended up blocking Jason. I blocked his number, blocked him on social medias, both platforms, and um, thought that was it. Fast forward to December or November 2018. His cousin, which is now my best guy friend, had a birthday party. Now, I didn't see him there, as you may have thought. I didn't see him at the birthday party, but he was in town. And I guess his cousin told him I was going to be there, so he didn't come. But he did text me, and he said, "Um, I would like to see you. 
So I was looking particularly cute, <laughs> I must say. So I said, okay, I agreed to meet with him for drinks. And when we met for drinks, I learned that his child, which I was, you know, dating him at the time when he had his first child, was not his. And he was now divorced. So it threw me for a loop. And the reason why was because I will always care for Jason. I will always care for him. But I'm dating somebody else. And you guys may have seen um, Jay is the person. The episode Jay talks about, you know, me dating my current partner. So I felt some kind of way because I care about this man. I loved him at one point in time. But I'm now seeing somebody new who who knows he accepts me. I like him. He likes me. We're, we're seeing where it goes. And to have this blast from the past come out of nowhere and wants to really re-enter into my life. Like we went to a comedy show a couple of weeks ago. And even though we say we're friends, I can see, you can tell when somebody is, is feeling you more than friendship. And I can say that he's in a vulnerable a vulnerable place, and that's why I'm keeping it strictly friends and not entertaining anything. But who's to say where his head is? Needless to say, this may be a to-be-continued episode when it comes to Jason. But the moral of the story is, I guess, is that even though someone rejects you and I did ask Jason when we did break up you know uh, years ago you know after we I told him about the situation I thought we were good I asked him why did we break up and his response was because he didn't know how to accept me he was afraid and he was afraid of what that would mean to our relationship and instead of talking to me about it he chose to run. So I think I kind of answered my own question because I did, since he, re, you know, came back into my life and we've been hanging out, not dating, but we've been hanging out. He knows I have a boyfriend. And my boyfriend doesn't know about him, though. That's a problem, I know. Don't judge me. Um, but we've been hanging out. We've never, we didn't kiss don't hold hands we do hug you know in greeting and leaving but there is still something there like he's he's my first love and I'm pretty sure I was the love of his life and I played with the thought of us getting back together but what do y'all think (laughs) do you think I should give him another shot Do you think that if you're destined to be with someone, it'll work its way out, even if that someone rejected you, got someone pregnant on you, and got married on you? (laughs) Do you think if, if you're destined to be with someone, that it will come back around no matter what? And that's what I'm dealing with now. That's Part of me wants to say, he had his chance and I'm, I've moved on and now I'm with someone new who accepted me from the jump. But part of me is like, I've never been in love like that since. 
him. So it's it's difficult. It's difficult. And even as I'm saying it now, it makes me a little sad because I really don't know what to do. So now I want to hear from you guys. And you know, I haven't said this in a while, (laughs) but I used to beg you guys to reach out to me, but I said, I'm going to stop begging, but I do want to, I want your opinion on this. Um, if you can hit the message button, if you're on anchor, you can hit the message button at the bottom of this screen, um, and send me a message on what you think I should do your advice to me for a change. Um, or you can, um, email me at Yahira, um, Jones, hope, at gmail.com and it's spelled y-a-h-i-r-a-j-o-n-e-s-h-o-p at gmail.com all right i would love to hear what you guys think and have to say um or if you have any questions if it's unrelated to this episode my story time episode and you just have questions about a previous episode feel free to hit me up on both um through anchor or you can do it um via my gmail email address Um, but yeah, so that's my story time about Jason. So I think I'm going to end it here. As always, it is a pleasure sharing with you. And until next time, stay blessed and be safe.